Hello and welcome to our very first Conversations with Franny for the Awakening the Warriors podcast. In studio this morning, we have Jacinta Marie as our guest, and I'm so excited to introduce her, but I will let her tell you a little bit about herself, and then we'll go into our conversation. Hello, hello, everybody. First off, I'm super excited for the opportunity to even be in this position to speak with you. My name is Jacinta. I am a mama. I am a worker. And I definitely am running two businesses or trying to, a college student. And anything I can do to serve my community and to help encourage and inspire anyone, as long as God gives me the, the strength to do it, I'm glad to do it. So I'm super happy to be here. Thank well, you. Well, welcome. And this is what the purpose and the goal of this podcast is all about is a place for women it's a place for women to be free and comfortable to tell their stories of what they've accomplished the challenges that they faced insurmountable challenges that they faced to grow and to become the woman that they've become and all the women that they are on their journey towards healing and towards inspiring other women so welcome and this is what we are welcome to this conversation you're gonna be prepared to be inspired challenge and to tell your story because that's what you're going to do at the end of this conversation you're going to learn to own it so join us for great conversation laughter maybe a few tears but welcome to conversation with francis for the awakening the warriors podcast so jacinta first and foremost i want to say congratulations thank you because you recently became a deacon. I did. Okay, so it's really cool. I've been in my church, Light of Life Church, Manassas. Woo-woo. What's out. your church again? Light of Life Church in Manassas. I got to shout out my pastor, Tony Lewis, and my first lady, Charlotte Lewis. <laughs> Whom I also happen to know and adore and love, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a journey. It's been interesting, you know, just being able to become a deacon. I'm already an intercessor. Yeah. That's kind of my thing. I love to pray for people. I love to pray, period. Um, so I'm just excited to just even be invited into the rooms or into different spaces to where they say, you know what, we think you're qualified. Yeah, so right out the gate, as we're having this conversation, if there is something, as you've already heard, she's a, a prayer warrior and uh, through it, by doing intercessory prayer. If there's something that you need prayer for right now, that you're going through, that you need to be freed from, that you need strength, courage, guidance, and encouragement, Drop it in the comment section. Jacinta got you covered. And I will take you before the Lord as well. So by the way, we're women of faith. And this podcast is not going to exclude that because it's who we are. It's innate to our being. And so even if you're a person of faith or not, there is information here to encourage you. And in the process, we pray and we that our information that we share will draw you closer to what the ultimate truth is. So thank you for joining us. And so tell us a little bit about your journey towards becoming a deacon. And then we'll go into that a little bit. Oh, goodness. So where do we start for that? So um, <laughs> you recently became a deacon at Light of Light Church. Yes. Have you always wanted to, to be a deacon? And not just a deacon, but what has, what has been your your goal, your dream to be within the church and faith community? So one thing God has blessed me with or cursed me with is the gift of gab. I can talk. Oh! <laughs> well, I don't know how far we're going to get. <laughs> I can talk. I can talk a lot. But, you know, I got saved um, when I was young. I got saved around the age of 15 years old. So God kind of just showed me that I am supposed to be in some form of leadership. I just didn't know what capacity that necessarily would be in. Yeah. So as far as being a deacon, it wasn't like I searched out becoming a deacon. Yeah. I didn't ask for it. Um, I just served. And 
you know, that's what deacons are really. They're just servants. Yeah. They're there to serve and assist yeah. the elders and pastors of the church. So because I serve automatically and that's kind of my thing, um, they picked me up. They said, you know, when you've been serving faithfully, you, you show up, yeah. you do the work. Yeah. Um, you come in with ideas, you execute, yeah. or you do as, the most you can to help execute our vision. So we're going to elevate you. So one of the things that I've shared in the Awakening the Warriors group is to start if, especially as you're trying to figure out where you are on this journey as, and as you're figuring out your purpose. I mean, she's already told you, just start. Whatever the, the thing, the desires inside of you are, just start by serving if that's, you know, your gifting. Or start by writing. Whatever that first step is, take it. And then God, will, God can't direct you or correct your path when you're stagnant. When you're getting ready to misstep or after you've misstep, he could steer you onto your correct path. Absolutely. And so that's what Jacinta has just, uh, is a witness and a testimony to that. Absolutely. You have to do things in fear. So it's okay to be afraid. It's never yeah. not okay to be afraid. You know, yeah. that's the natural human nature. But you have to do it anyway. Yeah. And you have to build the courage and say, okay, even if I bombed this, I did not fail. I always say yeah. I don't fail anything. I actually just gained another perspective on how to succeed. But isn't that what failure is? And we could talk about that a, a little bit more as we go along in this conversation. One of the things I actually want to um, delve right into right now is to share with your share with our audience a little bit about your story. So Jacinta, as she said, you know, became a Christ follower at a very young age. But you're also a mom, and you became a mom at a very young age also. Yes. Share with us, <clears throat> excuse me, what has, what has been like, what you felt at that time, um, what you were told. And I'm just going to let you talk, which is why I'm asking all those questions. Oh, and um, what you had to do to get through to the season of difficulty that you were in prior to giving birth to your child, and what have you done after? So, when I was saved, I was kind of really gung-ho running for the Lord. That's my thing I wanted to just live out loud for Christ and I really did and then I did fall into a pitfall I ended up getting pregnant before I was married um, I ended up eventually marrying my son's father but we ended up getting divorced but at the time I was about 18 so you became a Christian at 14 15 I'm, I'm mm -hmm. sorry I'm sorry 15 yeah. um, and you ended up you, you got married and divorced and this happened before 18 years old no so so I was 15, I got saved. 18, I got pregnant by my son's father. Okay. We were together. Then I got married to him in my early 20s. And then I quickly got out. Yeah. <laughs> I quickly divorced. But I have my child who is now 12 when I was 19 years old. So um, that was just an interesting time. So I remember really being in the church and really serving the Lord and living for the Lord. And then I remember the opportunity came up after I got pregnant uh, to go on this youth trip. And I was told, you can't go because you're not a good representation of the church. And this is once I got pregnant. All right, let, we could just stop there, you know, and, and just think on that a little bit. Yeah. She, you were in church, you were serving, you were passionate, you are a Christ follower and you became pregnant. Yes. And after an opportunity to go on a youth trip, Retreat, mm -hmm. and you were told you couldn't go. Yes. And your re the reason for that is? I was not a good representation of the church. Of the church. And, and, and just 
Help me understand. <laughs> Jacinta, I'm just I'm going to get into the weeds. Because the thing is, that it's happening. It's still happening. Right. And so I just want to kind of get into the, like, the details of what a good representation of the church meant. I guess it meant not being pregnant, not <laughs> married. But it was just, it was an interesting time. And it was a very hard pill for me to swallow because I didn't understand. I'm like, okay, so I made this choice that was a mistake. But I always say, I feel like at the time I got in, I got in trouble for keeping my child. You know, because oh, you can hide your sin. That's good. But I didn't get to, I, I didn't hide him. I didn't choose to hide him. I went ahead along with it. And so I know this is another thing that we could talk about. So pregnancy is something that you could hide up to a certain t amount of time. Right. But within the church, you felt so much pressure that entertaining termination didn't even seem far fetched. Yes. For me, it wasn't because of my faith personally. Like I, this is the thing that kept me solid. I had a relationship with God and not a relationship with the church. Say that again. <laughs> so I had a relationship with God and I didn't have a relationship with the church. Not saying that there was anything wrong with the church. By the way, this is not the church that I'm a part of now. Right. Yes, <laughs> but just not... express that. <laughs> just so we know. Different, different body of Christ. <laughs> right. So um, it just, it was just so heartbreaking and I was so confused and I reeled with it because like I said, I had a really intense salvation experience. So for me, my salvation experience yeah. was like a 24 hour situation. So like... Wow. I chose Jesus. I got baptized <laughs> the next day. Like it was just a quick situation. So yeah. for me to become a part of this body and you can see that I'm living the life. I yeah. just chose a, I just made a bad choice. And when I made that poor choice, I ended up getting a great gift. Um, so that's kind of like how God uses all the things for the people who love them and turn it, turns it, turns it around for them, uses it for their good. Yeah. So yeah. So, I mean, so I, I'm just going to tell you this really quickly. Um, so my work is I, I run a maternity home, which is a nonprofit organization for pregnant women who experience homelessness and other traumatic events as a result of pregnancy or as through, throughout the pregnancy or um, throughout their life that also included the pregnancy. And I'm also a Christ follower and a, a body of, in the body of Christ. So um, what, what I just into the, the, the thing that's, so um, moving to me and is striking me in a way that even though I'm hearing you share it right now, but I hear it all the time. So we're now in 2020. What year was this? This is 2007. So in 2007, you're going through this in, in the body of Christ, which by the way, we could, we'll get into some scripture a little bit where, you know, Christ talks about he didn't come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And the word sinners is, I just want to get that out of the way right now. It's all of us. If right. you're in this world, in this life, that's, that's you. <laughs> and so that's us. Um, and so like, I just want to underscore, like with the work that I do and with what you've encountered in the church, I've met so many women, uh, to include women in the church who, because of this pressure that it's kind of unspoken and in your situation, spoken to you by leadership, but that may, that could easily allow different outcomes to happen. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Because like you said earlier, you could hide it or you could keep it as a sin. I'm doing sin because I want to ensure that we understand the sin we're talking about, which is everything that we do against what God says. Um, 
You could have hidden it and pretend that there was nothing. Yeah. And a lot of people do that and a lot of people choose that option. But I love how you said it's a blessing. And I, 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 I also want to share that. I don't believe that there are any accidents or mistakes when it comes to pregnancy. I'm a mother of four. And I, I want to say that we planned the four births. <laughs> you know, I, 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 my husband and I, we've been together. And so to me, part of... Uh, 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 the relationship of a man and woman in a marriage or not in a marriage, you know, when there is love involved and intimacy often is a part of that. And when you're intimate with a person that you feel safe with, a lot of times, you know, the goal of some of that, well, not the goal, but in, out of sexual intimacy, could life comes out of that. Yeah. Um. So, and then God is the giver of life. So I, I don't, I just think sometimes we get to that place sooner, later, uh, outside of what our plans were or are, but I, I just don't see that. So I love how you said that it's a blessing. So I just want to tell me and tell the audience, like, what did you need the most during the time of your pregnancy and especially after you were told that you don't represent the, the culture of the, the church or... So for me, I needed support from the church at the time because it just, it, like I said, it just kind of real derailed me. I wasn't, I wasn't prepared to hear that. I'm like, wait a minute. So you're telling me that everything else that I've done or everything else that I've showed in my character, it doesn't matter because right now this is what it is and that's just that on that. So one thing I did get from my mother was a lot of support. I'm very blessed. My mother stepped in, helped me, um, yeah. has helped me raise my child very close to her mm -hmm. um, but from the church at the time I definitely could have used more support but I had one person from the church who always checked in on me who I actually am still good friends with to this day and she just still loved on me regardless of all of that and mm -hmm. she also didn't agree with that statement she said you know you you should still should have been able to go maybe somebody with you right but you should have still been able to go on that trip yeah. so for about three years, I kind of just walked away. I still had a relationship with God, but I, now I'm walking in confusion because mm. what just happened? Um, but I still believed in God. I still love God. Yeah. I just had a, a, a funny relationship with the church. So, you know, um, thank you for sharing that, Jacinta. Like, you're, you're walking in confusion. And we could, we could talk about this. And as you said, it, it reminds me, I, there's so many examples that we could use in the Bible when we talk about... Um, how Christ, you know, served his community. And I, I always want to come back to how it, important it is for us to put aside our judgments, put, us, put aside our thought process what, to what we would like to have be best for us and use the example of Christ. Because as, as you were talking, the example that came to mind was when Christ met the woman at the well. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. And so she had already been with what? Four husbands, and the fifth one she was with wasn't her husband. So um, Christ is talking to her about all, every he knows everything about her. No, no, I, not the woman at the well. The woman caught in the sin adultery. of adultery. Yes, I'm so sorry. The woman caught in the sin of adultery, and she was about to be stoned to death. And the thing I love about Christ, I think I think about Christ as my cool, sometimes nerdy friend, you know. <laughs> and he just like doodled and oh, on the ground, and then he looked up, and he he was like... You know, any one of you without sin cast the first stone. He didn't bring up the lady's sin. 
He didn't no. judge her. He literally asked us yeah. that we're doing the judging. If we are without any sin, he didn't say sexual sin. He just said what sin. Sin, period. Which is all of us. Right. Cast the first stone. So even though in leadership, in the church, I think sometimes um, we just lose sight of the fact that when we're most vulnerable, that's when we need the most support. Even though the church body and leadership has this image that they need to uphold, but at the same time, what makes the church the church it's the people right the, that makes the body makes up the body of Christ so i just want us to understand especially for moms women who are in a situation right now you may have a pregnant teen or you yourself may be pregnant or you're now having flashbacks of the time of the season that you were once in where um you needed that support i'm going to let Jacinta talk directly to you um hold on to god because he's unchanging. So he still loves you regardless of the sin. But don't keep doing it. <laughs> he, he didn't say keep sinning. He told the woman at the, at the, not the woman at the well, but the woman who was getting stoned. He told her to go and sin no more. Yeah. So it's okay to make an error. Don't keep, learn from it. Grow from it. But most importantly, hold on to God from it. And get close to your community. Because regardless of what's going on, there are people that love you. And sometimes the people that love you are the ones you haven't met yet. So sometimes you might have to maneuver, like uh, Miss Franny's program is carries it full term and you get to get to go and, and be with new a new set of people. It changes the dynamics of your life, but it benefits your life because it gives you that solid foundation and that solid ground. So once you're done with the program, you can stand on your own two feet and hopefully pay it forward. Thank you. And one of the, I just want to share that Jacinta is actually one of the teachers um, at Carry to Full Term. And so just tell us a little bit about what drew you to now want to serve in the capacity as an educator, as a life coach, as a, a, a builder, a, a spiritual builder, uh, the, the, a soul builder to other people. You know, we all have a story and your story, sometimes you go through them for others. I'll never forget, I was, it was about seven years ago, I was in my bed literally crying and praying, and God, why am I going through this? Like, this is a real, like, yeah. I'm going through it. And I heard loudest day, it's not for you. And then that made me matter. <laughs> <laughs> so you telling me I'm going through this and I'm going through all these thousands of emotions and mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with me. And that's when I understood that your life choices, your life what you go through is for somebody else because mm -hmm. you can help one help somebody navigate the pitfalls or two help somebody see that you can overcome them so i'm grateful just to be able to sit here and tell you that i'm an overcomer in a lot of different areas wow thank you um and i'm telling you the the impact that jacinta is having on the lives of the women at carry to full term I am blown away to the point where um, <laughs> I am getting requests from the moms and I'm thinking, I'm asking like, why do you need that? And they're like, I need to get this done in preparation for my class with Miss Jacinta. <laughs> and so I'm just real, I, I, I love that how you shared that you're an overcomer. But um, one of the other things that you shared, and I think we kind of breezed over it quickly, I want to go back, that she had one, a, a person in your church who mm -hmm. came alongside you and you also had your mom who helped you in that season of need. And I just want to share, find a safe person. Yes. And I'm a safe person. I have made myself available that you could reach me anytime on in private. Um, 
conversation and Jacinta has also made herself available. Yes. Find a safe person and find a person that will invest in you. And you don't need a whole slew of people. As you can see, she had one person in her church and then her mother who supported her to help her arrive where she is right now. And we're going to talk about where she is right now and where she's hoping to go. But I also want to share, Jacinta, um, tell us a little bit about um, what you're doing in this season. I've shared a little bit about it. Um, as a life coach, did I get that right? Yes. A life yes. coach. So we already talked about um, it, she became pregnant at a young age, experienced divorce, and I know there's several people that I've spoken to recently who's going through a divorce. And um, I'm going to ask Jacinta to share some words of encouragement because one of the things that I was actually just told recently is when you have never gone through a divorce, you just cannot imagine the amount of emotions that are associated with it. So I'm going to have her tell you a little bit about that, but I want to don't lose my train of thought because that's that's easy to happen. <laughs> but she also told you she got pregnant at a young age, married, divorced. Um, she was recently um, uh, installed as a deacon, and now she's a life coach. So Jacinta, just tell us a little bit about what that means. Um how you arrived at being here and then tell us a little bit about um, how people could connect with you so that you could serve as a source of inspiration and support to them as well. Okay. Wow, that's loaded. So. <laughs> I know. I asked long questions. My, my daughter said, Mommy, your sentences are so long. And I said, I just love it that way. I wouldn't have it any other way. She's like, that is three sentences in one. <laughs> this is a long question. You know, where you started... You know, accepting Christ at 15, pregnant, divorced, deacon installed, not as a life coach. And I know there's so much more to that, but I want you to um, to just share a little bit about that and how you arrived at this place. And again, I know you've had the support. So guys, Jacinta's going to tell you how to reach out to her, but after she tells you how she arrived here. So I just kept walking. <laughs> I just kept walking. I did have the support of my mom. I did have a, a, the support of the, the nice lady from church who I still am friends with. And, you know, my mom always said to me, if you're going to go back to school, you can stay at home. I will help you. So I took advantage of that. And I was about 25 years old. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go back home. I went back home, stayed home, finally got my my head in the game and said, okay, about 28. I said, you know, I have maxed out everything that I can do. Um, in the career profession that I'm in, uh, let me go back. And I had to tell myself, who told you what you can't do? Because I was changing professions completely. Um, I was in the medical field, which I still work in, but I said I'm going to transition over to mental health. So then I just started hustling. I went into online program. I ended up graduating. Um, I started in 2017, ended up finishing this July with a dual bachelor's. Um, so that's how I became a life coach. And I also had the opportunity to be blessed with a wonderful life coach who happened who I happened to meet at my son's school. And she just kind of encouraged me. And mm -hmm. after dealing with her and going to those sessions and seeing that sometimes you just, one, need a safe place to go. Yeah. You may not necessarily need a therapist, but you need somebody to talk to who can ask you the right questions so that you can come up with the right answers. So once <laughs> I had that, I was like, wow, this is life changing. So yeah. it helped me to start kind of gathering my thoughts, kind of yeah. organizing my thoughts. And I said, I want to be able to pass that back 
to someone else. So that's what one of my degrees is in. It's psych with a focus on life coaching. So then tell us about your education aspiration where you are in uh, with that right now. Right now I am currently in a master's degree program for clinical mental health counseling, um, which I love. I just started this year and I plan on getting my doctorate. Please hold me to it. Um, <laughs> She's inviting you guys. Come on now. <laughs> Definitely. Just hold me to it. I'm trying to get my doctor, doctoral degree because one thing that I really am big on is I want people to see a reflection of themselves. I think a lot of mental health help isn't utilized in the African-American or Hispanic community because I am Afro-Latina, so I'm, I'm black and I'm Puerto Rican, so I care about both communities. And I think that people don't talk to mental health professionals because yeah. they don't look like them so they're not comfortable or they feel like we may not be able to understand so I want to provide that safe space for people who are in lower socioeconomic communities. So tell, let's just share how people can get in, in contact with you. We will add um, Jacinta's information at the end of this podcast and also in the, the Awakening the Warriors group but Jacinta just share because we're this is going to be shared publicly so just share how people can get a hold of you so that they can get that level of support. Okay, you can reach me at Jacinta, J-A-C-I-N-T-A, Marie, M-A-R-I-E, L-L-C, at gmail.com. I'm still building it, but that's the email. So there are a variety of ways that you could get a hold of her. You could get a hold of her through her website, her email, and via this podcast. So as you can see, just by Jacinta sharing with you, just because you start out, like, you know, that, that quote that says it doesn't necessarily... It doesn't, it's not how you start, but it's how you finish. Absolutely. And so Jacinta has just shared with you from the age of 15 to age of 20. How old are you now? I'm 32. Oh, dang. I was going to say 26. I'll take, look, I'll take 26. <laughs> so, like, no, but I mean, and she shared, like, Jacinta has shared with you milestones uh, in which the, the events of her life could have just hijacked and made a U-turn or spiral downwards. But there was always a person, not a team of people, a person. Right. Who, you know, was in your life at the time. But not just that, a commitment by Jacinta herself, a willingness to, after a period of time, to take advantage of the support and make up her mind to say, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try you, you didn't yeah. even say I'm just gonna finish you know at this point you said I'm going to try yeah so Jacinta just share with um, our audience like if you were to speak to them about a specific example from the Bible um, to encourage to share words of encouragement you, please do that and then um, just in what you've learned and how you've uh, been encouraged share some of that encouragement as well you know it's so funny because I think about all the people who've come alongside me along the way. I understand that everybody's not lifetime, but even if in the season that they were in, they spoke something enough to me to plant a seed. And I just want to say, and I know this is a little bit off of the question, but be willing to sow seed everywhere you go. It doesn't yeah. matter if people receive the seed that you sow, but if you have any wisdom, share it and just spread it out. And for those who want it and those who need it, they'll grab hold of it and they'll begin to walk with it. And later on, the fruit of that will manifest in their lives. And you, will, you won't know it until you, you know, stand before the Lord and he shows you when you look back over your life. But you'll get to, get to change lives. And when I think about 
Bible characters, there's so many. I think about Rahab. I think about how mm -hmm. she's just a harlot in the city, but she gets to change the whole narrative of her family by helping the men of Israel yeah. um, and doing what they asked her to do. And that's a word right there, obedience. Be obedient to God. Mm -hmm. It is so paramount to your walk with God. We're going to make mistakes along the way, and that's fine. But don't stay there. Yeah. Um, get up and walk. Trust God in the process. Understand that you have to believe with your faith and not with your eyes. Um, because I shouldn't be here. I should have multiple children. I should be in poverty. <laughs> I shouldn't have a degree. I shouldn't be working on my master's. And I, I get the strength from the women in my family. So I just want to thank them. I get the strength from the Lord who lives on the inside of me. So I thank them. And I thank every single person who's ever said a word of encouragement to me. Because had they not spoken into me, I may not have believed it about myself. Jacinta, it has been a pleasure having you here in studio with us. I am so excited because, guys, Jacinta is going to be one of our recurring guests. I could guarantee you'll see her. So if you have any questions that you're not able to think of right now as they come up down the road, please insert them and share them in the comments. You could follow um, Francis Robin uh, uh, website. I'm sorry. You could follow Francis Robin podcast. You could also follow the Awakening the Warrior podcast. And I encourage you to join the Awakening the Warriors group on Facebook. It is a safe space. And you could ask more intimate questions in that group. Every woman in that group is on a journey. She's on her own journey. And now that you have Jacinta as an additional resource, please feel free to contact her. And um, I'm, I will, Jacinta, I'm saying this on the, I'm going to add Jacinta as an admin on the site so that okay. she could ask and answer questions directly to help engage you and to encourage you on your journey. Because there's just so much that you've shared just in this conversation about what you've been through. And I love how you said, just don't remain stagnant. And lastly, I want to share, you know, everyone has a purpose. Right. Everyone is created for a specific uh, reason to accomplish the thing that God has purposed within you specifically for you to do and uh, contribute to this world. So like Jacinta said, and she's shared, just keep moving. Absolutely. Um, find that safe space, find that safe person, and then um, find that faith community where you can grow. Absolutely. I just want to say this. Don't waste your time looking for your purpose. If you walk with God, he'll walk you right into it. And the Lord spoke to me maybe two weeks ago, and it was just clear as day. Get in alignment, and you'll get an assignment. Oh, I like that. <laughs> if you get in alignment with the Lord and his word, you'll walk right into your assignment. You won't have to fight. You won't have to fuss. You won't have to beg and plead. You're going to walk right into That's it. That's going to be a quote I'm posting as Jacinta scored in that, um, in the group. <laughs> I mean, it's, it gave me chills, really. I'm, I'm feeling chills from it. But thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining for Conversations with Francis um, for the Awaken the Warriors podcast. It'll be shared on the, in, on our web, I'm sorry, it'll be shared on our YouTube channel. It'll be shared in the Awakening the Warriors um, Facebook group, and it'll also be shared on the Awakening the Warriors Facebook page. I will also link it to the Awaken the Warriors uh, Instagram account. So thank you for joining us. Again, Jacinta's information will be added at the end, and you could make contact with her um, on the various uh, 
platforms that she shared via email, website, or what's the other phone? You didn't share a phone number. I didn't share my phone number. Oh, well, do you want to? <laughs> I haven't yet because I don't have a, a private one yet for okay, my so, business yet. So you could reach her via <laughs> Facebook Messenger when she creates a Facebook page, which is <laughs> whatever. It's going to be just marie.com since you said it already. So, yes, and visit her. <laughs> So yeah, just visit her Facebook page at Jacinta Marie, and you could also make contact with her in the Awakening the Warriors group. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for um, joining us in this conversation, and we look forward to future conversations with you. Take care.